This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Good evening. Good afternoon. How you doing? I'm great. And yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. How was your week? I'm pretty chill for the most part. Um, Today's Tuesday, so um, mm-hmm. I'm taking a little break today. <laughs> Take a little break. <laughs> what, you been going hard uh, over the weekend, the past week? I, I've been going hard um, since I came off vacation, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, su- Sundays are mostly like my day offs and mm-hmm. Wednesdays, but sometimes during the week I trade the days. Mm-hmm. I feel what you're saying. So shoot, so how much uh, like with your filming schedule, how much do you film during the week? I actually don't film every week. I pre-record mm-hmm. my content, so like, um. Like, it'll have a time where I'll record a whole bunch of content and then I'll have them to, you know, distribute throughout the months that's coming up. And then Mm -hmm. I'll record a whole bunch again with different Mm -hmm. creators and stuff. Okay, then. Okay, then. And you collabo. It's good to hear that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, shoot, let me do my particulars and we can get this thing on the road. Okay, Miss Lady? Okay, no problem. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is go to anchor.fm and get a profile or download the Anchor app onto your phone, and you can monetize your episodes today, do all this, and get distributed at the same time. So go to Anchor, and if you're a podcaster, perfect app to start with, better than Podbean it. So go to anchor.fm or just download the app. I'm your host, Kevin Office of the Champ, aka the porn rap star. Y'all know what it is. Find my porn, my music, and my social media with one link. All my links on backslash porn rap star. Tap that one link and find every link that you can find me on the web. And enter the world of the porn rap star. We're also sponsored by. The Facebook of the Ellis community, I'm talking about ellisworld.com. Go to today, get yourself a profile, mingle with kink-minded people like yourself, and even find events that you might could attend to start your journey into the lifestyle. We're also the proud member of a GW District Black Podcast Network. I talk about multiple podcasts, giving you the black experience. Plus, while you're at shopgwdistrict.com, you can get some shopping done, like the title says. You can buy from over 500 black retailers. I'm talking about fashion, beauty, and health as well as books, masks, jewelry, you name it, they got it. And if you're a black retailer and you have product, get a profile and start making money today selling your products. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, build the black economy so and create generational wealth. And one more announcement. Just this, well, every Monday, K97FM, you get to hear me live on the show, on the radio, every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'm talking about K97FM, the perfect radio station for the adult film business, okay? Now, I'm about to shut up and let this sexy, lovely lady introduce herself. Hi, uh, my name is Coco Fatsi. I am from Trinidad and Tobago. Um, mm-hmm. if you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram at Coco Puff Fatsy, C O C O P U F F P H A T T Y. And my website is Coco Puff It got all my links and everywhere that you can find me. Most definitely. It's something about you, Island Girls. Y'all just thick as all get out, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look at your pictures. You are thick and you gorgeous. And Let's see. You're a content creator, influencer. Yes. Um, and like I said, I can see that you have 
it, I, I was saying this the other day. I said, man, she like she need to be on Love and Hip Hop with her. Really? Look. You know what I'm saying? You have you. I mean, yeah, you have a very marketable look. You have the mainstream look. You are. You have the hot girl look. You feel me? I'm thank surprised you, you ain't been you. in some music videos and stuff. So with that being said, how did you get into the big? How did you start? Um, I started after I stopped dancing at a club, and um, I used to dance in Clinton, Maryland, and then mm-hmm. I went out of state with my friend, one of my dancer friends in Richmond, and mm-hmm. uh, I guess that was like in 2017 at the end or something mm-hmm. like that, and mm-hmm. OnlyFans, like, I don't know if it had just came out, but... Like, mm-hmm. I just started hearing about it. And so I made a profile, got me in there, and I had stopped dancing for a little while and focused on my OnlyFans. I was like, if I make 10K off of this app, that's it. Mm-hmm. And I made 10K. I started in October. I made 10K by December. I had 10K saved up. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, it's no stopping now. So that's mm-hmm. how I got into it. No doubt. So... Well, a lot of girls, when they get the only it seemed like it was easy to make that money. Please explain the difficulty and the stuff you had to go through to get that money up. Well, I mean, for everybody, it's different. You know, I started, when I started, I had my Instagram popping already, you know. So I already had a fan base for the most part. Um. But even so, it's still not easy. You still have to promote yourself. The I would say the most important thing is promotion, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And even so, when you get promoters, you don't stop working, you know. Mm-hmm. People, they're there to help you grow and, you know, give you extra hands, but you got to keep going. Um, and it's a great investment, you know. So, mm-hmm. It's it's not easy. I wouldn't say it's easy at all because you you okay. still have to get on all your platforms, you know, and keep going. You still have to collab with people. That's how you expand your network. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I'm just loving your accent. I'm sorry. I'm just loving it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I just Thank love. You. I love island women. I just find y'all so sexy. So oh, yeah. with so with OnlyFans, how much of the functions do you use? And I which functions works them. best for me? And which ones work best for you? So go ahead. Um, I use all of them collectively. I can't really choose. I get on live. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's start off with like the subscription. So when I first started, my page was fully PPV. And mm-hmm. um, I had it fully paid, right? And as mm-hmm. time progressed and the app get more popular the wave of things change and so i like to always stay on top of the wave so i can you know Mm -hmm. get the most out of everything so then people started doing free trials and Mm -hmm. um i had a paid and free page so now i have like one page that's free and paid so i get to have all my fans on on the same page because when you have more than one page it gets a little bit hard to you know maneuver and yeah attract the things mm-hmm. um so i did that and now i get to have like you know people on free trial and i also get to get paid fans i also had mm-hmm. like because it's like that i can raise the price of my recurrent subscription so before when i had it like at 15 dollars it was mm-hmm. cool but now i get to double it you know so like they come on for free but then the once they decide that they want to stay it's 30 dollars a month so i get like if you do the max 10 people mm-hmm. on a recurrent sub of 30 that's 300 right there right so um I use that. Um, PPV, of course, because they're getting there for free in the beginning, right? So, you know, they get all the good stuff. I still post news on my timeline to keep them engaging, you know, horny. Um, But if they want the real current 
or the crop, mm-hmm. they got to go to the PPV, right? Yeah. And then, um, let's see, on, I go live Mondays, Wednesdays, Fridays, sometimes Saturdays. And so I get that live stream money. So I use yeah. all the features. Yeah, because I tell females that females that do it all make the most money because you have more options to make money and different ways of making money. Now, when you were talking about the free and the discount, because I had this conversation with other models, do you think girls lean too much on that? Because to me, it kind of, especially if you do it on a regular basis, you know what I'm saying? Do you think girls lean on it too much and do you think it hurts their money-making because you're continuing to do the discount, continue doing the free, but how many people are really coming back getting the rebuild? You get what okay. I'm coming from? Yeah, I get what you're coming from. Uh, and that is a good question. First, I would say you have to know what you're doing because it is very sensitive. So once you start giving free trials, you have to know, okay, is this something I'm going to do long run? Like, am I going to do it for one week? Am I going to do it for one month? So I just want to do it, period, right? So mm-hmm. I would say doing it, like, if you want to try it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You could try it. But if you start doing it, like, often, you know, like, too much, and then you stop, it'll definitely hurt you because... Now, after a while, it depends on how long you gave out that free child for all mm-hmm. the fans who's been free, they drop off, right? Mm-hmm. And so you you basically will have to convert your page to paid again, right? Mm-hmm. So in the long run, it could hurt you because now you could have a whole bunch of paid subs, but mm-hmm. you already gave them everything for free. So now they're on to the next. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then, like, how I do it. So, I decided that I wanted to do it because, um, like, I remember one of my coaches saying, you know, like, when we go into Walmart, we don't pay them to shop. We get into Walmart for free, but we got to buy everything that's on the on the, um, racks. You understand? But mm-hmm. to shop around is for free. So, it yeah. makes sense for that reason. Now I had I will have my you it's free to shop around you can look you know like I said I had some news on the timeline and stuff but not not like busted open pictures no mm-hmm. they have to pay for those busted open pictures um mm-hmm. those are pictures that I would have had on my paid page you understand mm-hmm. um and so the people who really really love me they'll still buy the subscriptions mm-hmm. even though they have a free trial some men i also have like hey, don't that feel good don't that feel good your <laughs> fans are so in tune with you they're like nah i don't want to get the discount yeah. i want to pay the full price yeah yeah some people do not accept the free trial like they'll just they'll still pay anyway and yeah. bulk subscriptions are the best. Like they'll buy in bulk, so they don't have to mm-hmm. worry about it for six months or the next year mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. so that's one good benefit off of it. And because even though a lot of freeloaders come, mm-hmm. like it have a lot of men that's on there because they come for free, they don't want to open stuff, but it still evens out. It's a numbers game, you know, like I always mm-hmm. tell everybody, it's a numbers game. So it doesn't even matter. Even on your pay page, you can have freeloaders because some men mm-hmm. feel like because they pay, they don't need to open a PPV. They feel like they should get it for free. Mm-hmm. You understand? And it oh, might yeah. be harder. Yeah, that might be harder to deal with for me, honestly, because if somebody paid, Say they pay three dollars. This is like what you were saying. So, say your page is regularly fifteen dollars, and you always give three dollars subscription. Okay, somebody you might be willing to give away all your PPVs for like no PPV for fifteen dollars. But when you break it down to three dollars, are you really willing to give away all your content for three dollars? Probably mm-hmm. not. But the dude that paid three dollars, they sometimes they feel so incited, like they should get 
they should have to pay for a PPV or they should get free news all the time. And that could be more frustrating than somebody that came for free. Because if you came yeah. for free and you're freeloading, I simply just block you and replace you. Mm-hmm. But Which when means... they say it's a little bit more, you feel a little bit more guilty. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Now you sound that's about her business. You actually pay attention to numbers. A lot of girls don't. Why do you make it a point to pay attention to your numbers when you go in there to check your money? Okay, so I and everything is numbers, right? So like this mm-hmm. is how I how I break down the numbers. So say you have one thousand fans, ten percent mm-hmm. of those fans are active at once. Only ten percent. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now. And that ten percent, only ten percent of those that's active will probably really be on your page looking for some stuff. And now, mm-hmm. other than ten percent that's looking for some stuff, only ten percent of those are going to open something. So the more mm-hmm. number, the more people you have, you know, to be on your page, the the bigger your numbers are. Yeah, because to me, numbers is like I, I always make a joke. Ask a girl what's her top selling scene, she couldn't tell you. You know, period. And it's I'm part sorry, what you said. No, I said sorry about that. Oh yeah, I thought something yeah, was wrong on my end. No, no, it was me. I made a mistake and <laughs> hit the button at the bottom. Uh-oh. But no, but no, but the thing I was saying is that a lot of girls, the joke that girls wouldn't even know. A lot of girls they go they don't even know what their top selling scene is. And to me, ladies need to pay attention to numbers because it tells you how to move, where to move, and what to necessarily do. You know, period. So with you, with that being said, what kind of content do you put on your site? Um, I would still say that I'm like mostly solo. I have a couple boy and girl scenes and a few amount of girl and girl scenes, but when I just started off, I was like selling mostly fetish videos. Okay. So mm-hmm. um my best content, like the the things that I made the most money off of will be fetish videos. Okay, no doubt. And you do boy girl, correct? Yes. Okay, no doubt. So what fetish videos did you put out? So people can know. <laughs> Scott. Explains it. <laughs> yeah, that's. See this scat piss. Yep, that's mostly what my fans ask for. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! So you might have some clientele you haven't met up. Want you to shit on him <laughs> <laughs> and pee on yeah, him. A of I pay you. Yeah, I pay myself. That want me to shit on him, so I know the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do it? Not yet, not yet. He always <laughs> he pays me to send him pictures of my toilet stool, my butthole, and and all that good stuff. So I know when he comes his way, he already made a special toilet seat for me to sit on the shit on his face. Oh my, he's yeah. it. Yes, very much so. But no, the fetish. That's why I tell people the fetish, the scat, and the piss that makes money because a lot of people like to watch that shit. You right. know. And those are some of the top fetish ones other than that of BDSM. So with you, what made you decide to move from fetish to boy-girl? Mostly because it's not allowed on OnlyFans, and that's my main platform right now. Mm -hmm. So I had to kind of like, you know, maneuver around. It's no other site um that's really like only fans that allows us to share those type of videos there's like scott shop but it's not like real developed yeah. like how only fans yeah. is so yeah. um i as a result i lost my account due to you know selling scats but mm-hmm. it's okay i went out with a champ i know i made a lot of money <laughs> off of that so it's okay see that's with with the scat and the pitch that's why the custom video comes into play Right, you know, a lot of girls don't use the custom video like uh, to make money like they should because there's a lot of guys that are gonna want the custom video, especially when they come to shit and piss. So, have you but, gotten a lot of requests for that on the custom side? Um, 
I don't really like doing the custom Scott videos just because mm. if you ask me for a Scott custom, the the main like my base price for that is two fifty. Mm-hmm. And uh, even so now, like it seems like OnlyFans are watching the videos that you send out if somebody reports you for anything. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's a little risky. It's risky. Yeah. So um with the boy girls, how do you choose your male talent? Um I don't like I don't collide with male talent. Mm-hmm. I um have one partner. Mm-hmm. And that's who I make for good content with. Okay, okay, then no doubt. So this is like a significant other, or just a homeboy that you yes, get on. Yes, yes, uh, oh. significant other. Okay, then. So how do it feel to have your husband willing to get in front of the camera? Because you have a lot of girls who do this business, and part of everybody don't do boy girl because their husband won't let them do it. But the same token, the whole the husband won't get his ass in front of the camera and help. Her. So how do it feels to have that help and that support from home? Amazing. I would lie. Um, you know. Before him, I was in a relationship with somebody who's like he presented himself as cool with it before, and then once we got involved, he started getting insecure. Like he didn't want me to do it, and mm-hmm. you know I had to, I had to hide to do it. You know, and that wasn't <laughs> like <laughs> that wasn't fun. Like I would have to wait till he go to work to make you know like content. And that's exactly why I was doing like fetish videos because I have mm-hmm. to go off every day, and it's mm-hmm. just convenient for me to pull, pull up my um, mm-hmm. you know, tripod and or set my phone on the toilet. It's a certain way you can sit it, and mm-hmm. like once I'm done using the toilet, my content is done. You know, so like that mm-hmm. was the easiest thing for me. So yeah. um. I mean, once that relationship ended and I found this new partner, everything was much easier. You know, like he's mm-hmm. supportive. If I'm doing a live, he comes, like he knows what guys want. So he's just going to like play along, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. So, with that being said, um, I know a lot of girls have a lot of pressure from their fan base to want them to work with other male talents collaborate with male talents how do you handle that pressure and do you plan to work with other male talents in the future and if and if you're not why i honestly haven't gotten pressure from my fans like i have okay that's i think it's mainly because i'll be doing fetish stuff you know what they yeah. ask me to do they were more like ask me to do public fetish with other girls not okay. not really men, you know. Men. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. So like, if I I posted a poll and asked, you know, like, what type of videos y'all would like to see, and fetish videos still wins. Like they'll mm-hmm. say boring girl, they say girl and girl, but it still wins. And now like, me and my mom, my real mom, have an OnlyFans, so like they'll want to. <laughs> they that's what they ask for. Hey, you just ain't gonna skip over that. You and your mom got OnlyFans. Yeah, that is that. fucking cool as shit. Yeah. So how did your mama get into it? Listen, everybody around me gonna eat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I bet yeah. she built like you too. Yes, yeah, she is. She definitely is. And Listen, the fans love her. They come on my page asking me, where's your mom? Where's your mom? I, listen, a good amount of my fans, once once I put them on to my mom, they not even subscribe to me no more. They going on her page. So, <laughs> they want the they say, juice. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they say, they say we want what? We, we, we want where you got it from. Yeah, so we yeah they want the, the originator. <laughs> they never brought it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, because the reason why I said it, because uh, usually after a while, the fans get tired of fetish. You're just being honest, and they eventually going to want more or boy girl. Right. When it gets to the point, is either girls leave the business or they adjust. 
in your right. situation, if you get to that point, what path would you would take? Um, be it that hold on for you. Like, be it for I, you, answer, huh? you do have a man that you fuck on camera, your husband. So go ahead. Yeah. Um, I don't think I would get to that point, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to kind of like train your fans, right? This is your business. There you go. This is how I there see you it. go. This is your business, right? So mm-hmm. just like any other business, you can't walk into a hairdresser salon demanding nail service. No, it's a hairdresser yeah. salon. We do hair mm-hmm. up in here. So you mm. can't come to me asking me to do your nails if you know I only do wigs. That's crazy. That. You understand? Mm. So mm-hmm. I I wouldn't say that I don't think I would get to that point because mm. I set the rules. So yeah. um I'm not a hardcore dominatrix, but I am a dom. So mm-hmm. most of the times men can't get their way around me. It's it's what I say. So if I say that I'm not collaborate with males other than mm-hmm. who you see me on camera with then that's just that I would mm-hmm. collaborate girls though because men will have men I think men will watch a good girl and girl scene over a boy and girl scene any day mm, true and that they could get out of me mm-hmm. So now here's the question is it your choice you not to deal with other men or is it because you're in the relationship and that the agreement that y'all have? Uh, no. So like since the beginning of my content, I've mm-hmm. been like mostly solo because like mm-hmm. I have like I'm paranoid that, you know, like I know that there's talent testing and stuff like that. Yeah. But sometimes talent testing fails. There's a lot of dishonest content creators there that People are faking tests nowadays and stuff like that. So I have like a big paranoia for that. Even Mm -hmm. before I met anybody, like I just don't know who to trust. And then Mm -hmm. when you collab, like I'm not knocking it. Shout out to everybody who do that. But just me personally, I don't think I'm going to be popping popping coochie on the internet for the rest of my life. And mm-hmm. I also don't want to cut, like, you know, get a STD or one of the uncurable mm-hmm. diseases, diseases while yeah. I'm having fun, fun making money in my youth mm-hmm. because now this could affect me in the long run. Um, yeah. I feel like, you know, um, it's easy for me to stand up and, you know, where my kids, I don't have kids yet, but I can tell them the story, you know, like it, I don't, yeah. it's nothing for me to hide. I feel like I could deal with that in the long run over a health mm-hmm. issue that, you know, cripples me for the rest of my life because of somebody else's mistake. Now, when we collab with people, it's a lot of trust going into that. And you're trusting a complete stranger. Yeah, we might chit-chat, but you don't really know this talent, you know, like mm-hmm. the back of your hand. So you have to trust the test that they bring to you, and you trust them. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of talents have a lot of talents that they work with. So every time you have sex with them, you're, you're working with all of their talents. Mm-hmm. In my opinion... So that's a big reason why I just don't, you know, collapse. And see, also, and that's part of the reason why for majority of the beginning of my career, I use condoms. Mm-hmm. And I noticed that a lot of these people don't use condoms in their scenes. You know, right. period. And it, to me, if, how can I put this? Your test is only good as the last person that you fuck. Right. There's always been the case. I don't give a fuck if it's health department or TTS. You know, <laughs> Right. I mean, no, seriously. Because, right. Right. for example, um, they had a dude that faked the test. He was he mm-hmm. literally had the TTS thing. Lucky the girl scanned it and saw it was bullshit. But the point mm-hmm. being is, mm-hmm. is that to me, in a lot of cases, if girls are that worried about it, wear a condom. But no one wants to wear a condom. They want to fuck raw. It's not you that know, they want to fuck raw. I don't think they want to fuck raw. It's no, just trust like, me, they do. We're being grown <laughs> here, right? We're being yeah. grown. This is the adult film industry. 
right? Mm-hmm. They don't want to see you. The average person watching porn do not want to see you fucking with no condom on. It's not, I don't think like that's protocol for the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um, but see, know, that's the thing about category. this day and age. Mainstream. See, that's what I try to explain to people. For example, it used to be a time when mainstream would drop a movie. You hear exactly. about it. Right. You don't hear shit. The only thing I hear dropping is you and these OnlyFans girls. So right. mainstream doesn't even dictate how we shoot anymore. Actually, who dictates. Right. So at the end of the day, that argument about condoms is a bullshit argument because the mainstream talent is using the same sites as y'all and doing the same type scenes as y'all. That's You get that's what I'm saying? True. That's true. Yeah. You know, period. It's kind of like when rap, when the SoundCloud rappers took over the game. That's what X Existential, uh, Trippy Red, all these were guys who was on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. You feel me? They yeah. changed the game. Now everybody want to be a backpacker. Everybody want to do drill rap. You get what I'm coming from? Right. So the amateurs had dictated how the pros shoot. Because even to the point, like one of the most popular ones that everyone talk about is Miss B Nasty. They talk about her in the same breath that Missy Stone. Missy Stone's a porn star. Right. You feel them coming from? So that's why I said to me that condom conversation is dead in the water. That died three years ago. Because okay, when OnlyFans became the shit, it killed it. Well, I just, I don't know. It's just something about uh, mm-hmm. like seeing a condom in the scene. Like, mm-hmm. but see, it's part of that. No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is your interview. I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the condom is the safer way to go, but it's just mm-hmm. like it don't, you know, it looks like one of these things don't belong here, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe because we're brainwashed by what porn used to be, you know? Bingo. But mm-hmm. um, so most people just don't do it. And I don't. Yeah. Some people don't like condoms, period. And I'm mm-hmm. one of them. And so you have to know how to, what works for you. So I yeah. know that I don't like that. And I'm also paranoid. So my safe heaven is having one partner. And if that don't work out, then, you know, you wait and you find someone person else, you know? Mm-hmm. It, 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 like I tell you about, it's no blueprint to it. Right, and and it depends on how far you want to go in the business. If you're not trying to go Hollywood, then no, it don't make you. You don't necessarily need multiple talents. Right, but if you're trying to go to the next level, yeah, you're going to have to. Sh- not necessarily because, because to a certain extent, like- the reason why the reason why I'm saying this is because of this one reason. Mm-hmm. It's different between a porn star and a. Okay. Uh huh. If girls want that porn star status, yeah, you have to shoot with other guys. Because part of it is to collaborate to introduce you to their fan base and mm-hmm. also to get the fan base to see you with other guys that they like. You mm-hmm. get where I'm coming from? Mm-hmm. In your situation, you're not going porn star. You're influencer. Mm-hmm. You're Instagram. You're, you're only fans. Actually, you even said yourself, you're not planning to do this for life. While some of these girls are. Mm-hmm. You feel me? With you... You 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 more of an influencer. I don't consider you porn star. Even though yes, you have OnlyFans. Yes, you do triple X. You're more on the influencer side because the move. You feel right. where I'm coming from? Right. You know. Period. So to me, I can't put you in the same category as a porn star because you don't do porn star shit. Right. You feel me? And a lot of girls get a lot of girls get mad when people say that, but it's the truth. Because a porn star makes it a career. They make it a point to go collab with other professionals. The reason why, because nine times out of ten, like in your situation, like you said, and I done seen this happen. Girl break up with dude. She got a bunch of cussing that involves a dude. Now she can't do them. She got a bunch of boy-girl scenes that she supposed to drop. She can't do them. So the way that you're moving is actually smarter and for you because the, the path you're heading is more of, I see you influencer. I'm seeing Fashion Nova. I'm seeing shit. What's the problem if you end up on reality TV one day? You get what I'm coming from? So, right. because the way that you move, you feel me? So that's why I tell Phoebe, 
you got to walk into the business knowing how far I want to take this business. Exactly. Which, so how important is that for girls to know that before they walk into business so they know how to move? It's important. I think you should know your niche before anything else. Um, mm-hmm. It's also a type of business where, you know, sometimes you, you just go with the flow, you know, things, opportunities come and they go, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. um, it depends on you. You need to know what you want to do, how far you want to go with it. Because when the opportunity come, as fast as it come, it goes because there's another girl with the same fat ass, same big tits, same slim waist, who could fill mm-hmm. that position. And mm-hmm. when when people hit up talent, they usually hit them up, like mm-hmm. chain hit up. So like they're not messaging you only. So it's it's basically who they like more and who they really, really want to see in a scene. You know, supply and demand type thing. So you have to know, mm-hmm. like, I, a lot of porn stars hit me up all the time. They hit me up. I'm pretty sure they do. And, <laughs> and I I don't respond because honestly, I'm scared. Like when mm. I was single, I could have did a scene with a porn star. I probably mm. would get more fans. I probably would have made more money, but I was scared because I feel like mm. the moment I do a scene with one porn star, it's no turning back. Mm-hmm. It's no turning back because He's on plenty platforms. So their content is going on plenty platforms. You mm. know what I mean? And then now my fans will be like, oh, you shot with him? Okay, I want to see you with this one next. I want to see you with yeah, that one next. And yeah. It's a whole, like, it's no turning back. You got to go big or go home. So, mm-hmm. and I just, like, when I thought about it, it was, and I'm like, bro, I don't know if I could do this because... If I I already know if the moment I have one scene with somebody that's popular, that's it. I can't tell my friends, no, I don't want to do it with this one. No, Mm -hmm. I don't want to do it with that one because it wouldn't make sense because you already did it with a mainstream porn star. You understand Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So you Mm -hmm. have to know what you, how far you want to go with it because things like that will happen. Also, um, that's how you're going to know how to train your fans. Like, you know, fans know who to go ahead of when they want to see you do a glory hole scene because yeah. they know what you be doing. You understand? Yeah. None of my fans ever hit me up for that yet. <laughs> so, yeah. But see, the thing of it is, like I said, you already have a dick in your husband. You feel what I'm saying? So it's, did y'all ever think about doing a couple's OnlyFans? We do have one. Okay. Yeah, we do have one. Um, mm-hmm. but him and I, we role play as cousins, though. Like it's just like mm-hmm. we still hitting on the fetish stuff, and so we get yeah. a lot of hate for that because I don't mm-hmm. want people to take it too serious. Mm-hmm. But you know, that yeah. was what we was doing. So, um, mm-hmm. they don't really. Only people who know know that we're, you know, like not cousins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because but- that was the other thing I want to ask. How do y'all play y'all scenes? But here's the thing that I kept saying to people. The hardest part of OnlyFans doing solos and fetishes is coming up with fresh ideas and variety. You right. get what I'm saying? Right. The biggest mistake that couples make is they always fall into she sucked my dick while playing football, while I'm watching football. She yeah, did this, this, this. Yeah. So with you, you make it a point, one, to not allow the people to know that that's your, your, your boyfriend. And two, right. y'all role play it up. Why right. is that important? And, and how do y'all come up with the scenes for your site and to make sure that you're not giving people the same shit different day? Um, yeah, so, um, like I said, because I was big on fetishes, a lot of people was asking me if I had taboo content and this Mm -hmm. and that. So certain taboos I don't 
touch like i don't really mess with it just because it's like it could get real it's a real tricky kink because mm-hmm. people are gonna love you and people is gonna hate you like mm-hmm. i get blocked by girls every day because um i role play that so mm-hmm. um role play what because i role play incest basically that's what oh oh because i will play that because i have only fans with my mom mm-hmm. and people go off of assumptions sometimes people you know they they don't know you from nowhere they don't never seen your content mm-hmm. but they block you say they don't like your content because guess why you're with your mom or you role playing something with somebody oh, i know the feeling but but on pornhub you could search it up like that's mm-hmm. everybody seeing you know step mom this mm-hmm. step sister this step brother yeah. this. also being poc is a problem when you do it so i mm-hmm. see that certain races could do it and it's fine but certain but races can black people do it that's when it's we a problem. have a problem you know that's yeah it's a problem so i think that's what it is um yeah. go ahead no, because I was going to say that um, the one thing about you that you stay on brand. You don't switch up. You don't really change. You stick with your plan. And a lot of yeah. girls don't do that. And a lot of girls get a lot of pressure to change up their lane. Meaning, like, in your situation, you're more fetish, you're going to fuck your husband. A lot of girls buck that and start other guys or start going further into the industry. How important is to you to stay on path? Consistency is key with anybody. See, you have to understand business. Right? I did business in school. You know, like mm. I've always been Flex. So <laughs> business. Consistency is key. Like mm. your name is your brand. Now what mm. is your brand known for? My brand is most known for like fetish. Fetish mm-hmm. stuff. So you're going to see me doing anything that's fetish. It doesn't matter. You know, so mm-hmm. like, not everybody's into scat, obviously. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you could catch me doing anything that's fetish related. And taboo mm-hmm. is fetish related. So that's yeah. why I play with that. You understand? So oh, yeah. it's not the same, but it's still fetish related. So nine out of ten times, my guys who's mm-hmm. buying scat content, they probably unlock a video that's taboo mm-hmm. because they're kinky individuals. Mm-hmm. You understand? They're curious. Mm-hmm. They're going to see it. Now, my scat dudes, if I send a boy and girl video out, they're not, nine out of ten times, they're not unlocking it. They don't. Mm-hmm. They don't. They just don't unlock it. But guys who, you know, like, like to watch be boy and girl content, when I send, if I send our scat videos, some of them unlock it just because they curious. Mm-hmm. You understand? So mm-hmm. when they come to my page, like that's why on all say that uh, all fetishes are welcome. So mm-hmm. most girls don't really have that, but that's so you know that okay, she's into fetishes. So if you mm-hmm. see something that's fetish related on my page, you don't be like, oh. Where did mm-hmm. that come from? You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like already expected. So if you're going to sell fetish content in 2016, mm-hmm. in 2030, you better be selling that fetish content because that's, mm-hmm. that's what your business is going to be standing on. You understand? I mm-hmm. want to know that, okay, if somebody hit Bobby tomorrow and say, bro, where can I get a dope scat video or just a fetish video, period? He should be able to say, you know, that girl Coco Puff Fatty, that's what she be doing. I don't mm-hmm. want them to be like, um, I think Coco be doing. I'm not sure. I know she be posting it sometimes. And that's the kicker. No. And that's the no. kicker. No, I want you to say, like, you had 100, like, you 100% sure that Coco Puff Fatty be doing fetching stuff so you can mm-hmm. hit her up. Yeah, because with me, with this show, I try to get different perspectives. I've talked to a girl that got an OnlyFans where she don't do shit. Mm-hmm. And then I've talked to, of course, you who does fetish. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Which mm-hmm. is your strength. 
which I tell anybody, even with fetish, you either got to be extreme or you got to be creative. Especially right. if, because if you're not going to do boy girl and you're not going to shoot with other male time, you're not going to do that. That means you got to make the other stuff so fucking good that people look past that you don't do that. You have achieved that. You feel what I'm coming from? For what All you're right. telling me. You know, period. So, with that being said, now, let's talk about some real shit. All right? Mm-hmm. We about to go business. Okay, the real shit. I'm ready. The real shit. All right. Girls don't want to talk about when sales ain't clicking. The check ain't good that much. <laughs> girls don't want to talk about that. You got girls that sit here with that point six for six months, but they ain't seen point six since the first month. You know, I had a conversation where <laughs> I said females always love to post how much they make. They love to post what percentage it is. You never see yep. men do it. So girls showed me two men. I said those men were dumb as fuck because neither of these motherfuckers in that percentage no more. Because exactly. nobody... I think that too. I'm pretty sure the same two people you're talking about is the same two people I know. But yeah. we ain't going to say nothing. <laughs> Yeah, it was these two men that she posted. The girl showed me. It was Santana Ray. I never forget. She she just did today. And I said they stupid. Because I said, <laughs> one, they they they're not six percent or top one percent no more. I said, I already checked. There's no man in the top ten percent, let alone one percent. The closest man is in the top fifty. Dude that was in the top one percent was Jimmy Smack, and that was one month when he made that million dollars. He ain't been back since. Why do people want to lie on their numbers? Why do people want to lie on their numbers so bad? Even though, hold on, hold on for you you answer that. Despite the fact they don't give a shit. Let's make that clear. The fans don't give a fuck about that percentage. Never had, never will. Um, so I feel like that became a thing to divide and segregate creators. So when we first started OnlyFans, OnlyFans had the top, you know, for a while they didn't have that top percentage thing. And then once they invented it, it was cool to know like how you're doing, you know, like it kind of peaked a little bit co- competition. But then mm-hmm. after a while, like while you're not working, you realize that they really just dividing people. So they yeah. kind of made it where it's like, the people who at the top don't want to network with the people at the bottom and like they forget where they came from, you know, mm-hmm. like they don't want to help out the people who's not coming in the industry because why their percentage is too high and they're low. You understand? And mm-hmm. they, they, so it like the money stock goes to the head, but that, that the percentage don't really mean nothing. You understand? Mm-hmm. In my opinion, because, um, you know, it, it, a lot of people are doing different things just to peak their percentage and mm-hmm. stay up to par with the competition. You understand? Mm-hmm. Just oh, to yeah. stay relevant. And it is a headache. You know, it is a headache. Yeah. A lot of them are not really making, let's say, top 0.6% because it's solely off of their content or that's how good their content is. No, mm-hmm. they're doing other things to you know become top six percent just so you can segregate yourself from i guess the yeah because yeah because funny to me is that the girls do it to impress the other girls Mm -hmm. but the fans let me let me let you ladies in on something there's no fan that gonna look at your page and say oh i need to go get a subscription from her because she's 0.6 they ain't never said that (laughs) They ain't never say that. They ain't never say, oh, I'm going to get subscriptions for such and such because she's 0.1%. No. They're going to get subscription because they saw you busting it open on Twitter and they decided, well, maybe she got something on there that I want to watch. And then when they see that you charge you $3, oh, I ain't got to spend much money, so I'll go ahead and pay the $3 to go see it. You know, period. Right. And it's funny that girls do that shit, but they know that none of the fans that are joining them give a shit. And it's just funny to me. And you know that you ain't been, you haven't, people don't realize, and this is what I want you to talk about. One month is great. Next month, 
is shitty. It might take you three months to really get that money. Just like you said, you started in October, you made 10K by a certain time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which means that you had to keep a consistency of sales. Right. So with that being said, how inconsistent is the business when it comes to sales? And two, those months where it's slow, what do you do to try to pick it up? Okay, so um, it is a business where, you know, you can have a good month this month and a good month next month and it could, could go bad the next month after that. Or, you know, like, it's really bittersweet. Um, but I would tell you this. There's one way that you could try to stay consistent is by writing down your goals. So mm-hmm. I have a goal um, layout in my notes where, mm-hmm. you know, like I put how much money I want to make this month and I break it mm-hmm. down just like how OnlyFans breaks down our, our monthly earnings. So I will put how much mm-hmm. money I, if I say I want to make 10K, I'm breaking down that 10K now in, let's say, five portions because we can make money off subscriptions, um, mm-hmm. messages, tips, live streams, and referrals. So that's five mm-hmm. categories. So I'm going to mm-hmm. break that 10K down, how much money I want to make, mm-hmm. uh, divided by the five. So like, if I know I'm strong with subscriptions, I'm going to say, okay, cool. I want to make 500 off subscriptions. You know, Mm -hmm. um, I want to make like 300 off tips. I want to make 300 in my messages. I want to make 100 in um, referrals and live streams. I want to do like 2000. I know that's not 10,000, but I'm just showing you how I break down my numbers. Mm -hmm. So now if you want to make, say, $100 in subscriptions, break it down how much you need to make every day. In order to hit a hundred dollars, mm. so now mm. when you break that down, say it's like what that you only need about ten subscriptions a day. You know what I mean to make a hundred dollars. Okay, cool. Now you go on your platforms and you try to get that that hundred dollars, that ten subscriptions a day, just to hit your hundred your hundred dollars. My numbers ain't right, but I'm just trying to make examples of how I do it. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now, mm-hmm. what seemed like so much to make, it's not because you're breaking it down daily, and it's very easy to stay on track. Mm-hmm. That way, you understand? Yeah. If you know you need mm-hmm. to make 500 in tips a month, mm-hmm. break it down into 30 days. Now, how much ever you need to make a day in tips, it's not 500 no more. You understand? And make mm-hmm. sure you, you could talk to your fans and have somebody send it to yeah. you directly. I guess fans fans like when you're interactive and you talk and you prove to them that you're not a bot because mm-hmm. now they know like just how we moving with the wave, they move with the wave too. So they know all the features that's on the platform, they know about it. Right? So mm-hmm. sometimes I will have guys on my page that for months and they never tip, they never unlock something. But I try to go through my messages and respond. And the moment you respond, that person who you think was broken cheap, he cashing mm-hmm. out because some guys like a more one-on-one experience. So True. when you go in your DMs and you talk to them, it's money sitting there waiting. It's no reason why you can't hit your goal in tips. It's no reason why you can't get that man to buy a bulk subscription. That's going to go towards your subscription. You understand? Mm-hmm. It's no reason why you still can't get him to unlock five videos that was sitting in his DM the whole time. So there, you can you can hit your goal just by talking to two to three people every day, one on one. That's that. how you're gonna be able to be consistent. I rarely have months where I'm very inconsistent. Inconsistency for me is something like where, let's say, like a couple hundreds off. It's never where um, this month I make 6K, next month I make 4K or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's always around the same range. Mm-hmm. And also, I buy, yeah. I, 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 I take control of my consistency 
by buying promo. So I mm-hmm. consistently buy promo for my social media sites and mm-hmm. for my OnlyFans. So that way I have new fans coming in all the time and new followers that I could convert to subscription. So that's how mm-hmm. I stay consistent by marketing myself and, and, and buying pro- promo. If you mm-hmm. don't buy promo, you're sleeping. Yes, I know you could be great not buying promo. You could be self-made. You could do it by yourself. But the mm-hmm. moment that you start buying promo, the right one. It makes a difference. You, exactly. Your income is going to triple, quadruple. Because now you, know, you don't only have two hands working for you. You have the people who's helping you. their two hands. And you keep working. So that's how I stay consistent. Right? Say no but, more. <laughs> it is it is you know like the moment that I don't buy promo I can see I see where shit be going left like all over the mm. place and when I have bad OCD like I be I be worried like I get paranoia like if I see like after a certain day in a month my income don't look right I start getting like tizzic like I get frustrated I start breaking down I be like damn I might not be able to my goal this month Oh my god, like I would be really like going into it, depression mm-hmm. mode, like me- and mental yeah. health is very much real. We need to, I feel like a lot of sex workers don't understand how important it is to take care of your mental health. Like it's okay mm-hmm. to take breaks, it's okay to, you know, be frustrated because we deal with so much, so yeah. much. So I just want to let anybody who's listening, you know, like, if you feel like your back is against the wall sometimes, that's okay. Like, it's okay to feel frustrated. It's okay if you, you're, you know, like, and and this mm-hmm. is the big thing I feel like. When they see that percentage going up after they work so hard to get it down, that's when yeah. they get fucked up because they let that percentage go to their head so much. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, when when you see that, damn, I'm not in the top five percent no more. It's going towards ten. They feel like their content is trash. They feel like they're not doing enough. It's okay, baby. It's okay. And like right now, it's <laughs> slow because it's summer, so a lot of people are not making money like they used to mm-hmm. in spring. And that's because you know, like COVID restrictions was lifted. It's it's like the first summer a lot of people had in a long time. So they're going out. They're they're doing things with their family. They're going to cook out. That's cool because when mm-hmm. winter come around again, it's gonna pick back up. But oh yeah, that that also shows who's been saving because if you save your money, and that's why I say it's a numbers game too. Because sometimes it will have times where you make way more than you even budget out to make. It's a mm-hmm. real good month. So you probably make an extra 5K. Baby girl, that's God telling you, listen, two months from now, it's going to be slow. So you better, that 5K that you made in advance, that's the makeup for the slow month mm-hmm. that you're about to get. You understand? Mm-hmm. So it's always a numbers game. Oh, yeah. So tell everybody where they can find you, baby. Um. If you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter is Twitter's lit. I think that's my latest platform because I could really yes, use myself. Twitter allows us to post nudes and you know, like all that freaky shit. You want free previews? It's all on Twitter. So follow me. It is twitter.com slash Coco Puff. I see that's C O C O P U F F P H A T T Y. Instagram, of course, is the same name. Um, Snapchat, Coco Puff Fatty with the one behind it. But if you just Google Coco Puff all my links is on there on my Pornhub. Everything, my cash app, anything you need, Coco Perfetti is on there. That's CocoPerfetti.com. See, there you go, people. And here's that part. There's a lot we didn't even get to in this interview. So she's going to have right. to come back. Yeah, when yeah. She's going to come back. She's going to become a smoke buddy. So y'all going to hear a lot from Miss Coco Fatty. In yeah, the yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I was really digging it. I like I like the questions and it's like so much things that you didn't like touch on yet because time yeah. like it was getting good and you know all good things come to an end. So we yeah. don't have to bring this one back. Oh yeah, and we will most definitely. So with that <laughs> said, life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke that over. Thank you for coming to the lounge, baby girl, and looking forward to bring you back. Thank you for having me and everyone be blessed. No doubt. Right.